The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, Shalene. It's Carissa from Buckley, Washington. My husband and I have been working through MIA slowly but surely, and we have been working on the quick cash tips. And I wanted to tell you our home is almost fully organized. We've been like selling it up on Mercari, Facebook Marketplace, and that is going to be our extra cash to get us to MIA. So thank you so much. We are going to open up a Wealthfront account soon. I hope Brett is excited to hear that. Anyways, I love you. Thank you. I will talk to you later. Bye. Welcome to Build Your Tribe. I'm Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. And we know your time is valuable. So every Tuesday, we release an episode loaded with quick tips designed to get you in and get you out. All right, mom, this one's all you. Over the course of the last year, when I have an entrepreneur on the line who has built a business with small children at home, and especially if they're in the middle of it right now, I've asked them if they could stay on and just answer a few questions for me specifically about how it is they balance having kids, having a wife, having a husband, how do they balance family, if you will, and business building. So this is a collection of some of their very honest answers and advice. You'll be hearing from some of our favorite guests of Build Your Tribe, like Greg Todd, Kathy Heller, Allison Prince, and YouTube strategist Erica Vieira. What they all have in common is they currently have little ones at home, like little tiny humans that they're responsible for. And they're also trying to prioritize that and build their business. So if you're a parent or considering being one, this is the episode for you. Greg Todd, my question to you is you've had this tremendous success. Uh, Not only did you build an in-person therapy business where you're treating people and, and seeing clients, but you've since that time gone on to do huge things like hold these huge events and you've got other academies and you're making seven figures and serving so many people and got multiple businesses now, multiple streams of income, and you got four little ones, four mouths to feed who are dependent upon you and they're not the most convenient when they're sick and all of the things. How are you doing this? How is this possible? Blocking out time to Mm -hmm. build your empire and move your business forward. That can be anywhere between two to three hours a week. You need to have at least two to three hours a week that you say, this is my empire block. Mm. And by the way, that could be all at one time. That can be 30 minutes, but it could be 30 minutes a day, but you need to block out time for the empire. When you say that, does that mean it's uninterrupted? This is a non-negotiable? I didn't ask for 30 hours. I no, asked. That, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're 100% right. It is, I delete Instagram. I delete Facebook. I mm-hmm. go into airplane mode. My phone is not around. There is nothing that is distracting me during empire building time. Mm. And that adds up. 
It adds up over time. It's week after week after week after week after week. After a year, if you're putting in two to three hours a week, mm. which most of us can get that time. If we really want to do this, you will be well on your way to building an empire, even with lots of kids. How do you deal with it when you see that guy out there who's doing what you're doing, but he's doing it faster and he doesn't have kids, and he doesn't have a wife? And it just, oh my gosh, he's going to all the places and he's doing all the things that you want to be doing. How do you deal with that? I make sure that I don't take that guy and turn it into the comparison game. I turn it into the inspiration game. What does that mean? What does that look like? So for me, a lot of times people, I mean, I think this is one of the biggest things that holds people back. They look at people that are doing better than them or whatever they assume is better. And they go into the comparison game. I have used anyone that is, if I assume they're doing better than me and I turn it into the inspiring game, they inspire me because of them. I believe I can do it as well. I might be on a different time schedule than them, Mm. but I know that I can do it. I think when people can turn comparison into inspiration, they're well on their way to using people to help them get to the top. Erica, what is the one piece of advice that you would give moms who are entrepreneurs and their children are small and they're not in school yet, or maybe some of them aren't in school yet, what one piece of advice would you give to them to help them understand perspective and balance? That's my word of the year, actually, is balance. That's my word of the year. And that's what I'm striving for, especially with young children. You know, I have a two and a four-year-old. I would say every single day, this is what helps me, every single day, is coming up with that one singular thing that you have to get done that will help you move forward in your goals. Mm. Whether it's your goals in life personally or your goals in your business, you have to come up with that one thing that you can do. Because you know at the end of the day, if you at least get that one thing done, Mm -hmm. you're moving forward. You've accomplished something. Mm -hmm. Because things will come up. With kids, they'll come up. Like your sitter might not make it or you know your your child is sick or whatever it is. But if you if you to have that one thing, then you know you're moving forward in the direction, but you're not bogging yourself down with like a million different things at the same time. Is that something that you think about or do you actually write it down so you know, well, at least I did that one thing? I really try and write it down every day. Like yeah. I try every single night, the night before, I'll write down what I need to do the next day and I prioritize it. And I have like a little box of things that I have to get done and in a box of things that if I have some time left over, or I'm awake at, you know, 11 o'clock or midnight, and I still have some energy, I'll do this part. So I actually try and write it down like the night before. In that moment where you need to get that one thing done, Mm -hmm. and one child has the flu, and the other one is screaming and crying, and the dog has just gone to the bathroom on the floor, and, 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 and you just know, I'm not going to get it done. You feel that sense of like anger and you know, that breaking point almost where you're like, mm-hmm. why am I even doing this? And like, you almost feel sometimes angry at your kids or angry at yourself. How do you pull yourself back down and, and give yourself a reality check? Or how do you handle that? I always think about and remember that my children are only going to be this age for so long. And so I look at it as this isn't a forever, this is a season. And right now it's super stressful and I'm stressed right now. But I have to give myself grace and know that maybe these things I want to accomplish, I might not get it done as fast as I wanted to, but it's because that's where I am in this moment in my life. 
And I have to give myself grace for that. It makes me feel better knowing that, you know, I'm there for my children because they're only going to be young for so long. And that when the time comes, then I can, you know, not have to worry about these things like the kid being sick and the dog pooping or whatever it is. It's a season and I have to give myself grace. Seasons. When my kids were really young, I sacrificed sleep. And I didn't have the same systems in place today that I know entrepreneurs need if they want to align their life in the way that they want to. And especially for parents, I hear a lot of them, maybe it's an excuse, they'll say, oh, I'm so happy to hear you talk about seasons. Now I know I don't have to move forward with this business idea that I have because I want to honor my family. And I wonder, and maybe that's great if that's how people feel, but sometimes I wonder Mm -hmm. if that's not just an excuse because I personally believe there is a way to do both. I had two kids, though. You have four. How do you how do you do that? <laughs> it's a challenge. I'll I'll just put it out there right now. There are days where mother's guilt has completely crippled me. Mm. Take me back to a time really recent when successful okay. Allison felt major mom guilt. What was it? So it actually happened in February. I had gone to a business conference called Funnel Hacking Live. I was there for an entire week. And I had taken my two girls and my husband and left my two little guys at home. And I got home at six o'clock in the morning. And it was an hour before they had to go to school. So I had an hour with them after I hadn't seen them for an entire week. And I dropped my kids off to go into school. And my little guy looked at me and just started bawling and said, (gasps) Mom, I miss you so much. I miss you so much. And then what do I do? I start bawling. Because it was so much weight on me. And I had, I knew I had a couple choices. Like I hadn't seen him for a while, so I should keep him here with me because, you know, he's only going to be one young once. Or I need to let him know that I'm always here for him. Mm-hmm. And there are some times where I'm going to have to leave. But after school, I was like, let, we've got a date. We're going to go on a date. But the pivotal moment for me at what was going on was his teacher. His teacher came up to me. And if my voice cracks, it's because it's still so raw. Mm. She came up, pulled Davis up when he was crying and hunched over, gave him a big hug and said, Allison, I've got Davis. Mm. He's going to be okay. You go change the world. You go do what you need to do. I've got Davis. And for a teacher to be able to step into such an emotional moment was like that teacher's going straight to heaven. (laughs) Yeah. She's going straight to heaven. She lifted the mom guilt off of me for the moment that I couldn't carry it. And as soon as school was over, I took him, we went to the fun zone and he won like this crazy hundred dollar toy that you never ever win at these. (laughs) He just, (laughs) he was running around and so happy. And just that whole day we were able to talk about it. So when he got home, then we were able to play together. And then we talked about the whole day, just brought us so much closer together. And I'm so grateful for other people who can help lift that load when you just can't carry it anymore. And they see it and they're not afraid to step out because I think as women, even as men, we all deal with guilt or insecurities or whatever it is. And to have someone else come in and just lift it for a little bit so that we can truly 
think clearly and be who the person that we're supposed to be, where it's the best mom I could possibly be, the best business owner, the best wife, the best person that I can be, that teacher helped me to live that way. That's a wonderful and, story. If we can really be you know, transparent with the parents out there who are also entrepreneurs, you, we can't sugarcoat it. It does take sacrifice on your part. And I think there are some entrepreneurs out there who they make their child sacrifice. I think if you have kids, going out and changing the world is great, but like you change the world by making sure your family's taken care of first. Here's a sacrifice I heard. When your son was home from school, you really wanted to be sleeping, you know, <laughs> and you wanted to be getting caught up on all the things that you were a week behind on from being away. I know that. And I know that feeling. And I know that you, you made that sacrifice because your child is more important than your business. And so I just want to say to those entrepreneurs, I don't think that there's a perfect balance where it's like 10%, 10%, 10%, 10%. But if you decide what percentage of your time should be focused on your child and what percentage or children and what percentage on your marriage and what percentage on your kids and your faith, like you should decide those percentages. And yes, you can have balance as long as it's defined by you. And that may require a lot of sacrifice. I know. It's hard, but if what's important to you, that might mean if going to the gym at 5 a.m., if that's important to you, that may require sacrifice. You might have to sacrifice some sleep or things that we are truly important to us, they do require some sacrifice, but put it on paper. So when you do plan it, when you do put it on paper, when you do make those sacrifices, then you have a celebration. Yes. And so with our family, after that, I only do a few events a year because I truly do like to be home with my family. But when I do have these random events here and there, then we get to go on a vacation. Whereas if if I was working as a teacher <laughs> still on food stamps, I wouldn't be able to True. do the things that we do together as a family. Like take three weeks and go do a volunteer trip in Thailand or go to Disney World, just whatever it is, right, that we get to be 100% together as a family. So was that week hard away from Davis and my son? Absolutely. But did it open more opportunities for us to be together longer? Hands down, absolutely, yes. The following is an excerpt from an episode of Build Your Tribe, which I will post the link to below in our show notes. But it's an episode that came out in 2016. So our kids were definitely younger then. This is when they were in high school. And I specifically detailed what and how we balanced family and business. And by balanced, I mean how we kept parameters in place that kept us accountable. And so here's one of the tips, but I encourage you to go back and listen to that entire episode again that came out in September of 2016, but the link you will find below in our show notes. The next thing that Brett and I had to do was to on paper really figure out what it was that meant balance to us and how to define that. And by define that, I mean in terms of hours of the day and set up specific, very, very specific schedule for us when it came to work so that when the kids came home from school at three o'clock, there were no more business meetings. That if there was something that the kids had in terms of a sporting event or school activities, that was prioritized over all else. We didn't take or accept appearances. If people wanted me to speak at a particular event or fly here or fly there, while that would have stroked my ego, 
it didn't allow me to live my purpose and what Brett and I had both decided was most important to us, which was to be there for our kids, you know? And it's just too easy to say, well, justice one time. Well, justice one time. You know, we had to decide, yes, of course I had to do certain things and Brett had to do certain things, but we really evaluated a schedule by which we were able to adhere to, which meant I didn't do more than one appearance per month. It also meant that we were done working by three o'clock every day. Once we figured out what was important and that we had just a moment in time to spend with our kids and to develop them and to pour everything that we've learned into them and allow them to bloom and grow into their own unique versions of themselves, to be the best possible adults that they could be, we knew that was the only business that we needed to focus on and everything else was secondary. Trying to think through these things in your head will only leave you feeling more confused and overwhelmed. Or it may give you a sense of satisfaction for a couple of days. But if you truly desire balance, it has to be defined. And for those of you who are parents, you should sit down with your spouse and spend a good two or three hours really talking about what matters and what you'll say yes to and what you'll both say no to and setting up guidelines and what we called personal policies. We had policies. We also had policies in place that didn't just relate to business. We had policies in place that allowed us to honor our family regardless. If we were invited to a a wedding, unless it was someone who we felt like they were part of our family, we sent a nice gift because we didn't want to have to be away from our kids for five or six hours on the weekends. We did date nights, but the kids went with their family or our family would babysit them. And we honored each other and spent time together as a couple so that we could role model that for our children. And we didn't go to parties and we didn't do a lot of networking. And that's what was right for us. And I don't at all want you to think I'm prescribing this for you. I'm telling you that it's really important, however, that you sit down and figure out what is right for you. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of Build Your Tribe. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. I wanted to mention a tool that I think you're going to find incredibly useful, especially if you struggle sometimes to know what your purpose is. What is your thing? Like, what are you called to do? Why are you here? What makes you great? What makes you unique? You know what? I think you're too close to yourself to actually even see it. I think if we asked a lot of your friends and family members, they would know. But I want you to know it. I want you to declare it. I want you to see it. So I've developed this really simple questionnaire. You just download it. It's kind of like a quiz, but you're going to know all the answers to this quiz because it's a quiz about you. And when you complete it right there in your own handwriting, it's going to be perfectly clear to you what your thing is. So do me a favor, no, do you a favor and download this questionnaire. You can get it for free by going to shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And then answer the questions and I want to hear from you. Send me an Instagram message and let me know, like, what is your thing? I'm really excited to hear and I know you will be too. It can be life-changing and clarity providing to know what your thing is. The same answers are going to come up over and over again when you fill out this questionnaire. It's going to be so obvious to you and it's going to give you that boost in confidence that maybe you've been missing. 
All right, again, shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And I am really excited for you to do this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.